0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. The very end of Proverbs 7 comes back to the motivation to avoid sexual encounters with somebody that it's not legitimate for you to be intimate with. It says this, and now my sons listen to me, verse 24. And be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray to her paths. And this picture of the path and turning aside is the Hebrew word that can be translated as veer. And the heart is the seat of the emotions. And what this is saying is that you and I will be drawn sexually unless we are intentionally directed to other things. Let not your heart implies that a person can make an intentional decision to focus their affections on something else. Because here's what happens, and I know this from having worked with men who get, ensnared in a relationship is they start to think about a person who wants them. The power of being wanted is strong. And then what they do is they, they, they start to think about it. Instead of veering away, they, they continue on a path. And so it says, um, let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. And so they're, they're veering toward it because it feels powerful rather than, than, than saying, I have a choice to turn away. And part of, of that is saying, I will run from temptation when it's noticeable to me. In Genesis 39, there's the story about Joseph and Mrs. Potiphar, and she comes on to him. And we're told that he says, How can I do this great evil and sin against God? This Genesis 39. And he runs out, he leaves his coat. And what he did is he said, I'm removing myself from this situation. Verse 28 of Proverbs 7, for many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. And what this again is pointing to is the, the consequences and saying, remember the consequences of getting ensnared sexually with somebody. In the MacArthur Study Bible, it says this. It says it's not just weak people who fall in fall, but strong people in the wrong place at the wrong time, which reinforces uh, what we talked about uh, earlier in chapter seven. But this is the fall. And then it says, her house is on the way to Sheol, going down to the chambers of death. And in a way, this is a picture of, uh, of a trap door. Mark Fatato says this, the watershed moment in the life of a sage, he's saying a young wise man, is how he handles temptations of various sorts, especially in the area of sex. The prudent are able to discern the truth of the matter and see clearly that death awaits whoever chooses the loose woman. One cannot do this and make choices accordingly, or one who does this and makes choices accordingly, uh, one who cannot do this and makes choices accordingly, he says, is a fool. And so, there's here the idea of, of saying, I'll run, I'll remember the consequences, and then really the idea that I'll renew my mind so that my mind is turned back to the things of God, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 paint this picture, and, and in verse 2, it says that, that those who renew their mind, who aren't conformed to the image of the world, but renew their mind, these are the ones who will do what, what the Lord wants. And so what we're really talking about here is is not simply saying, I will not go down this path because there's a high cost, but replacing our mind with the pictures of what God wants. And what God has for us is what the human heart actually longs for, which is a, a relationship. If God grants you a relationship, that is a committed relationship where there is depth of commitment, and there's that there's not a cheating threat. And that's what people want. No, nobody writes songs about how. They long to be in an open relationship, I mean there's some, but you know on a whole, the stuff that that resonates with us is this idea of commitment and lifelong love, and to renew our mind to say this is how God created us, and it 's what is best for us rather than being drawn into the temptation will bring about the life that we actually want, and so the Some teaching of Proverbs 7 is to say, I will recognize and run from the sexual advances that anybody makes for me, and I will seek to find my ultimate validation in Christ. Because in our oversex culture, a heart that is directed toward God's love and valuing of our personhood will not be intoxicated with the advances of people who have not committed their lives to us or us to them. And so when you and I fill our heart with the acceptance that is ours in Christ Jesus, then we'll find it easier to be satisfied without some kind of a cheap encounter. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.